Hello and welcome to the Tech Lunch Podcast, where we encourage our listeners to learn something new about tech every week. This can range from learning about new and exciting applications to the advancements in coding and technology. If you are always learning, you will always be a step above the rest. Take the time during lunch or during a break to listen and learn, kind of like a lunch and learn, but for the years. This podcast will open the listeners' ears to new and exciting technologies they may have not been purviewed to in the past. These topics will range from manufacturing technologies to data collection technologies and everything in between. Hello, I'm Nick. Hey, I'm John. Hello, I'm Ed. And, you know, this week we're going to continue down our 3D printing adventure rabbit hole. Um, You know, black hole, depending on how you want to look at it. And um, we're going to, you know, talk about the... uh, the 3D printers, the 3D printing bears to entry, you know, mind you that, that cost, knowledge gaps. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're going to kind of focus on certain ones of those during this round. And who knows, we may do, you know, a couple episodes, you know, right around the barriers of entry and going into the knowledge gaps and stuff like that. And, you know, I think this time, you know, knowledge gaps kind of sounds like a, an, yeah. an obvious freaking, you know, touch base here. So, you know, when you start thinking about, you know, 3D printer knowledge gaps, or 3D printing knowledge gaps, I should say, because, you know, the printer only does what you tell it to, you exactly. know. It's it's like a toaster oven with a little bit of wax yeah. and, and plastic, depending <laughs> on if you had to think about it, you know. You know, look at all the sci-fi movies, they print it for you. Um, so, you know, it just really depends, you know, you got the technology side of the house, you got the, the money side of the house, but most of the time it's the knowledge of what you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. type of thing. So, you know, John, when we're thinking about that, you know, what are you thinking about? Um, I actually, and I, and I keep bringing it back up, um, my, my, my friend who is stepping in from a completely oblivious, he had no idea 3D printing, he thought it was like magic behind the curtain, um, and then me telling him that he could, you know, do it himself if he just, you know, purchased the first thing, jumped in and got that printer, um, he, he pushed me on a lot of things as far as questions that he had that you know i didn't even consider when i got mine we were we both started from the same vantage point and we had different questions about how to get to the same end point and i think that when we talk about the barrier to entry that's you know first that's like hobbyist beginner uh how to like what is stopping me um i have the money like wh- who can show me what can show mm-hmm. me things like that how i can make my printer tick how can i get my printer back to printing right because that first print from the the manufacturer that comes with it is going to be perfect and i can 100 percent guarantee you that because that is it's got to be perfect because that is how they quality check and they make you do the test so you quality check it and then you convince yourself that oh, everything's hunky-dory and then you go slice something and nothing works um so that gap into getting getting your vision onto the uh printer bed is is what i think about like to me uh, honestly if you can uh, like we'll get into autocad in a second Mm. because if you do that like your limit is your creativity yeah uh in that in that sense so for me i'm thinking what do i need to learn who do i need to talk to what support do i need to ask for in order to get my uh first layer to stick my overhangs are drooping i need to look at that Mm -hmm. i i have I can't get the filament to to extrude. It's not coming out, or 
or God forbid, I caught it on fire, like stuff like that. Oops. Please don't do that. If you caught it on fire, that means it didn't have anything to transfer the heat to, which means you ran out of filament and you didn't change it. You should don't let it sit at temperature. Take it to zero. Um, keep a fire extinguisher. People have keep a fire extinguisher. Yeah, keep yeah. There's actually something that you can get that will that you can mount inside if you have an enclosure, which at a certain point it'll hit if you if the enclosure hits a temperature like you can uh, I think it's like 300 degrees. Um, so, um, either Celsius or Fahrenheit, I can't remember. If, Bro, I hope it's not Celsius. No. Uh, if, uh, if it's Celsius, you're, you're done. The whole thing's done. Burned down. But no, it's it's designed to drop down, and it's like a like a smoke. Um, they can suffocate your fire. Mm-hmm. So like in that sense, yeah, maybe get back to safety. You One know? of those fire extinguisher grenades. That yeah, I'm just saying. I've never caught mine on fire, knock on wood. But there's been people who have caught their printer on fire. So. Yeah, we might know one of those stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, but, but but what do you think about uh, Nick when when you're thinking now? Like, so so you've printed before. Yeah. So, w- what would be your gap into maybe getting to an advanced or commercial or industrial um, printing, say quality or whatever you want? You know? you know, it's it's like when you think about it. You know, you always start out small. You know, trying to develop your own things using you know Thingverse and. Um, you know, and other online AutoCAD mm-hmm. um, environments and stuff like that. <clears throat> you know, it's it's more or less. I, I think you know when you start thinking about it, I think it's just the, like the creativity is your biggest barrier to entry at that point because you're trying to figure out, you know, what what, what do I do? You know, Almost and too many things to do. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, what do I do first? You know, yeah, there's exactly. there, there, there's so many shiny things. You know, and you just kind of want to, you know, want to play with that. You know, it's not like, you know, we're dealing with a whole, you know, episode of Step Brothers where it's like, oh, look, we got more room. You know, you don't have that problem anymore. Um, But it's more or less like one of those things of where it's like time. You know, time is is not always on, you know, somebody's side. You know, if you're married, kids, whatever, you know, time is not always on the person's side. However, if you make time to play with it, play with the arts and crafts, you know, get into it, kind of enjoy it type of thing, you know, but I really think that's kind of your, your, your barriers that I see, you know, especially the knowledge gaps. It's like, you know, sometimes I don't know what to build there, but the other thing is, is like, what filament to choose? You know, what is this filament used for? What's the strengths of that? Who knows? We may do a a YouTube video later actually testing the strengths of different, different filaments. Yeah. I like that idea. You know, so. <laughs> so we may end up playing with that, you know, stay tuned. We'll might see what we can do. Um, but, you know, it's like in the one person to understand, you know, how, how the imagination runs wild, you know, that, you know, what you can do, you know, is Ed. He's got grandkids. The imagination is one of those things. If you can bottle that up right. and throw that into a computer and you can start making things that pop in their brains. <laughs> so, <laughs> you have a limited amount. Oh, yeah. And it's toys, man. Right, exactly. (laughs) I wouldn't say a big challenge, but I would say one of the challenges I see is that how do we get these 3D printers in the hands of the next generation? How do we get these 3D printers in the hands of uh, engineers or uh, students that are trying to become engineers? Because for me, the, the, the biggest advantage or I would say why you would want a 3D printer is to be able to print out something that you model and test it. Yeah, exactly. Before mm-hmm. you actually put it into production. Yeah. Uh, another thing I would think is um, you have to be scientific 
when you when you're dealing with a 3D printer. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes, I can have a model. Yes, I can make that into coordinates. Yes, I can make that into G code. But how do I deal with? Okay, I have a fluctuation in temperature. Mm -hmm. How do I deal with? Hey, my bed is not level. You have to be able to identify and troubleshoot what these problems are, and it's not magic. Right. You know, it's 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 not um, like it was a hundred years ago in superstition. If you walk on the ladder, you get bad luck. Oh, you, you know, join the military, you'll start those superstitions with them. So what 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 I mean by that, you should be scientific in nature. Yeah. So how do I take somebody that's just a hobbyist and teach them how to be scientific? So. You, so what has to happen is, is they have to do research before they go and buy this thing right. or a printer. You know, like if I go buy a pellet grill and I've always used a, a barrel grill with charcoal, it's a difference. Right. Yeah. It's a different temperature. It's a Learn different way they work. That, yeah. And one auto feeds, one doesn't auto feed. The air is different. Time to cook. Time yeah. to cook is different. Mm -hmm. So th those are things I think are barriers. Yeah. And, you know, I, the thing is, I'll, I'll tell you this, you know, got to be a tinker. You know, yeah, I, I've, I've printed before, and, you know, John can tell you, he gets kind of fed up with it, though. You know, that I'm probably one of those stuff who want to put more research into a purchase than I'm ever going to make. Not because it's gonna, not because I enjoy it, it's because I'm cheap. Hey, we're um, about getting you a printer for, like, what has it been, six months now? Hey, i got to do all my research, right? It is a new one every hey, day. It's got um, I've got parts and always got one together. <laughs> it's almost true. built one before you decide it. it it's, you know, the thing is, I think most of the time you got to be a tinker. Yeah, you you gotta have that joy and you know fiddling, you know, and I, it's I you know say this you know like what you're talking about bring them into the, the the hands of everybody is you know gotta bring back that want and desire to fiddle, you know to tinker, mm -hmm. to you know explore you know that type of thing, you know I know how you know you, we talk about you know with me and Ed we're kind of Star Trek fans. So it's like, you know, the exploring, you know, the, the, the next generation and stuff like that, you know, as you go through the episodes and stuff like that. However, you need to be like that when it comes down to technology. Everything needs to be explored. Everything needs to be tinkered with. Everything needs to be pulled apart and put back together again. You know, I'm, you know, being an IT guy, <clears throat> you know, especially, you know, a hardware guy, you know, hardware, software, you know, hell, freaking, you know, I still remember the old Unix boxes, you know, Solaris. You know, if you really want to go back to that. AF400s. Uh, yep. We can go there. Um, <laughs> don't think you want to. Um, but, you know, the thing is, it's like for me that, that want and desire to tinker. You know, if you, t you can take all that, you know, the knowledge that you have and hardware and software and stuff like that, put it all together and make one hell of a product. However, that product's going to also cost you fifteen or 1600 bucks. Yeah. And I think that's another issue. I, I, I really do. Um, is the cost is is one heck of a, a knowledge gap or barrier to entry? Why do they cost so much? You know, and I think that is for quality. For quality. Say. So yeah, you can buy an El Cheapo ninety nine dollar one, and you're gonna end up with you know a, a, a barrel of freaking spool, mm -hmm. and it ain't gonna look right. Yeah, but fifty dollar one that is gonna break in ten but, minutes. But let's, right. let's let's think about this. Let's let's think about the question you brought up. Why does it cost so much? How many people spend fifteen hundred or twenty five hundred dollars on a range? Dope. How many people spend fifteen thousand, twenty thousand, oh, excuse me, two thousand dollars on a refrigerator with an LCD screen? 
just upgrade yeah. to a car that's already so, working. So it's it, yeah, it does <laughs> like cost, that. but let's 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 weigh the value of a refrigerator to a three D printer. But then you get into like the revenge of the nerds here, right? Hey, <laughs> the nerds don't have to take revenge because they already won. Yeah, they already won. Right, well, they so, TV so TV. I guess what I'm saying is, is it's an appliance. Hey, I'll never miss my, my grudges. So, like, short story, and then we'll we'll turn it back over to to uh, Nick or John. Yeah. So, my wife bought an air fryer, and I was like, "Why do we need an air fryer? We got an oven. It's convection oven. I can just put it in the oven, do the same thing." So, I come over to my buddy house, Nick. He said, hey, what are we eating tonight? It's like, I've got our frozen chicken fingers. Cool. I'm thinking like, oh, my God, soggy chicken fingers. <laughs> he puts them in the air fryer. I'm like, you, oh, my God, what did you do to them? Did you deep fry No, I put them in the air fryer. So, the point that I'm trying to make is, is that sold me on air fryers. We have to get to, that's a barrier. Yeah. We have to get from the barrier that the cost to reward. Right. We have to get past that barrier. It's, it's, it's the it's the it's the try the try before you buy thing. Yeah, make it applicable to right. whatever that you were thinking and, you would use it for. You know, this may spawn some additional conversation, you know, who knows, ideas down the road. Yeah. Is why is there not some place out there right now that you can break those barriers to entry? That you can go to and you can try to use a 3D printer before you purchase one. You know, or, you know, where you can go get an idea. Is this something that I want to do? You know, you got these places, you know, where you can go and jump on trampolines. I remember when trampolines were reserved for the backyard for people with, with high insurance claims. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I fell off a couple times. You know, it's just, <laughs> you don't tell your insurance company you got a trampoline, you're fine. It's like, don't exactly. tell me you have a dog. Yeah. You have a cat. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, just a really big cat. Um, but... You know, why can't you go to a place where it's like, I've seen them online. So they haven't been to other, yeah. other countries. Like, rent a printer. Yeah. You know? Go in there and try it. Well, you got a, you got a Kiko. Yeah. So, so but the, you, got, you, got, you got all kind of places that print. Right. Why are there not on-demand printing places that you go exactly. to? Exactly. It's like, why, why, does, why does Best Buy not have these appliances in place? Right. So that you can try them. They got every other thing in place, every yeah. TV. Why are they not in stores? Yeah, over here taking the, notes. Don't the, mind me. The only store they're in <laughs> right now is um um uh the place out in Atlanta. Which one? Uh, uh, Micro Center. Micro Center. Micro Center is a good one. Um, it's, it's hard to get to though because there's right. there's limited location. I, I I love the idea because uh, I I can picture like now like I, I know that they did a recent remodel to a lot of Staples. And and their their rebranding that they wanted to kind of drive was like we're a we're a media center. We're not just your paper provider, or your office chair, or your office equipment. Like you're not you're not just coming to get me the staples here. We've got a we've got a studio in the back. You can record at our studio and we'll handle some of that stuff. You can use our technology. Like we we've got a printer center over here where you can also create the things, print the things, cut them out, and and work on them. So I picture something in the back that's like. We've got the farm cities. back here where it's closed to the employees only and you can submit to me your print and mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll give you, I'll give you an estimate and you can come back and pick up your print here mm -hmm. or like an Amazon box outside the front of the door. It's, you can pick up your print when it's ready. It's oh. like the thing is I went to, um, for a, a friend's daughter's birthday party, we went to the Children's Museum here in town, actually downtown, and they actually have 3D printers there. 
you know, that the kids can play with and see how you, you know, you, how you print things, right? They're all in safety enclosures and stuff like that, so safety's paramount. Um, you know, but they're already there. People can play with them. However, you don't have anything like that for adults. Like, I know in other countries, you do. You have, like, a 3D printer cafe. Um, I think we were looking at it one day at work. They have a 3D printer cafe, you know, in, like, Europe and stuff like that, but you don't have one here in the U.S. But do you, if you remember the old um, um, computer cafes, um, oh, computer they're labs. They're still yeah. huge overseas. Too. Yeah. Um, why can't you have a 3D printer um, a computer lab? Where once you once you rent that 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 printer for the day or for however long it takes, you lock it down, and no one else can access it but you. You, you have a certain time, code for it and stuff for like the that. Element, that's a good idea. Right. You know, I know there's somebody out there who's probably gonna steal the idea, but hey. Um, or uh, give credit. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, rental fee. Um, but that's just one thing that's that could be out there that could break ninety five percent of those barriers. So here's the thing: is I, I think a big barrier is is why do we not so we have libraries yep. we have on demand streaming services we have uh, I can go to a hardware store and have someone give me a, a panel and cut the panel down for me and I have Amazon where I can buy almost anything I want to buy to imagination Yeah. why mm-hmm. is there not 3D printing as a service yeah yeah. Why is it not 3DAS? Why does that not exist? That is a barrier. Yeah. Because everything you're talking about, I don't have to have a brick and mortar. Right. Which is which is what everything's going to now is away from brick and mortar. Which is beautiful because then it could be community owned. Yeah. Then yeah. it could be like um, not just personal. Then your <laughs> then your city hall could talk about. Um, your your budget for upgrading the the schools blah 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 with the three D printer yeah. right or, or like it can be kind of pulled in and I hate to just force it into government but it can be then you know part of the part of a department and then that department is in charge of you know sus- could be sustainability and they're trying to reprint the parts like that they're using yeah, around and, and things like that now we, we kind of got on a little bit of a rabbit hole in, on that but like it uh, Ed, it's a barrier uh, uh, it is a barrier it, it, it's 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 something that, um, honestly, it, I don't see enough of here. Mm-hmm. Of the plug-in, like you, like play, try it before you buy it. Yeah, like a play it against sports. Yeah, uh, it's like you know. And the one thing that I'll say this, you know, I, I would love to see the three D AS stuff happen. I like you that. know, the the the, the um, you know, like a software as a service type of thing. However, with that, I think we have some bigger issues to deal with at that point. You're, you have entire communities who don't have access to the internet, but they have access to their local libraries, their local internet cafes, and stuff like that, where they can actually go to and see that. You know, why not open up a 3D printer cafe in those in those in those uh, unserviced areas mm-hmm. that may not have internet access? And you can, and so, have a laptop there or a desktop there that they can use Tinkercad and stuff like that. Right. Download something and get them into rapid prototyping because you never know. That that one moment that you give someone a three D printer, you can either a b find somebody who's an engineer now, who or wants to get engineering, and can change the way that they, they that, that that you know that their their trajectory in life. Right, and, and the thing is, is so, so I don't I don't mean that we should not do brick and mortar. Yeah. What I mean is is with three D A S, I can reach the world. Right. I can set up one general server, or I can set up a set of servers. That now a school 
district can share all this stuff on the server and then all I have to have is what you said. Yeah. I just need a, I need a PC. Mm-hmm. Or a, I need some device that can connect to this 3DAS. Yeah. And when it connects to this 3DAS, I, I take the cost and reduce it to a point to where it's affordable for the whole school district. Yeah. Now I'm introducing the same thing that's a cell phone. 3D printing becomes the next cell phone. Yeah. See that. Um, I did want to. I did want to mention too. Uh, so when I went to college, there was a. We were trying to build a, an engineering like club. Uh, didn't have a degree or in a program for that, but we we're trying to build a following for it because there was a lot of people that wanted to be engineers, and were forced into other. I mean, I wouldn't say forced because you pay for that. So, <laughs> but we're, we're pushed into other disciplines and and didn't get to do engineering like they like they wanted to right or had to go transfer to another school. But we had a. So we set up a club, and then there was actually, in Wilmington, um, there was a place called Makerspace. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't have it doesn't have 3D printers, though. Yeah. But it was like, it was a shop for, but it's that idea. It's a, it was a sh- like a workshop for uh, someone who can't, who doesn't have a workshop, or, or, or a college kid who, mm-hmm. who, who stays in an apartment, who can't, who doesn't have these, these tools just laying around. And we went over there because we were trying to build a battle bot, and and they were the only people that could help us. Yeah. Now we didn't get the funding for the battle bot. It was a long story, but you know maybe one day you might see us build one here because I still got the plans. So, uh, so <laughs> it's it's funny that you say thing about bot, battle bots. <clears throat> that is easier than three D printing. You think so? Yeah, that's, I, that's mechanical. I, I know so. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's mechanical. Sounds like you've been building I, a couple I've of. Got, them. <laughs> I took. I've, I've said before, I've been doing electronics and robotics since I was eight years old. Mm. So as far as building robotic systems and stuff, it's as simple as taking the right components and putting them together. So BattleBots are Legos. Mm. Yeah. It's, 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 you have to make it for where you can do the communications and things. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part, but the rest of it is you have to figure out how you want to utilize your weapons against another system yeah but other than that it's it's a cookie cutter thing yeah it's like if you think about it you know they used to sell um the filament and stuff like that at joanne fabrics did they yeah i bought a lot of it from them um bought a lot of filament from them um they they, they actually sold printers at the time they sold full-blown printers and they also saw those 3d printer pens too that everybody has no clue they're for uh, um, I'm gonna get one. I now, now we're gonna have to come back to this. I, 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 I think there episode, I, but I'll, I'll, we we're gonna argue about this later. I, well, I just later we'll move on. It's <laughs> fair. Yeah, I can see some fun stuff with it though. Um, but you know, it's like that's when they, they used to sell in those fucking places. Now yeah. they didn't see their they didn't see enough freaking uh, you know revenue come off of that, no. and they stopped carrying it. So people who need it now have to be you know going to Amazon. Yeah. You know, plus stuff like that. And you have these mom and pops who are getting put out of business because of Amazon. You got, and now, what was it? Amazon's trying to get rid of 3D printers now? Yeah, they want they want you to buy their printer. <laughs> well, they want to develop their own which, printer. Which is still, which is, I mean, makes sense. Which is me. still fine, but like, um, what, the other barrier is knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we buying 3D printers from other people? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why don't we buy the, the blocks? You don't buy, you can buy Legos individually, 
You can buy Legos. I want a certain color of Legos. Yep. I can buy a series of Legos. I want Star Wars Legos. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, I can buy the Legos and make yeah. my own thing. So there's no, but there's only very few people out there selling them by the by the box. Yeah. But they're selling the components. Yeah. Because I bought the components. <laughs> so what I'm saying is the barrier is, is we don't have enough people that are more than just hobbyists. Uh-huh. Educators. More than just yeah. tinkerers. We, we don't have enough people that say, hey, like Jenna said, question. Mm -hmm. Why does it have to be this way? Why does this axis have to move? Why can't I just raise this axis and use a, a core XY? Right. Yeah. Why do I have to use this? Why do I have to use belts? Is it necessary? Or is that just what everybody's been doing? Yeah. Because Cheap. someone someone put yeah. lipstick on a pig, that means every pig now has to have lipstick? Right. And as you think about it also, it's like you start getting to that point of where, you know, we don't have enough educators out there. Yeah. You know, we got people on, on um, uh, YouTube, you know, and on the forums and stuff like that. Some of your greatest educators are on the forums, mm -hmm. not on YouTube. You know, they're not wanting to, they don't show everything that's going on. Cool, let me review it. Let me put it together and pull it back apart again. Whatever works, right? But the thing is, it's, you know, you don't have enough people who are willing to sit there and give you a master class. You know, you have those master classes out there. I've never seen a 3D printer master class. Yeah. Ever. And the thing is, is that's right now something that people are looking at. They're looking for those things. They're looking for stuff that's going to keep them out of trouble. You know, especially with, you know, if as things progress going different directions in, in the world, you never know what you end up with, you know? So people, you know, kind of need that. Yeah, I, I, I agree um, because then that kind of touches on a different type of gap there, which, which is, of course, still knowledge gap. Um, but, like, that's, that's now how, how am I jumping from, a, you know, beginner to intermediate to advanced user? Mm -hmm. um, and then if you want to get to a commercial standpoint how would you get to that point like this that's a lot of steps there and and to me i don't think all of those people put on youtube are are doing it just for the financial proceeds but but they are getting those and, and it is helping them continue those things so yeah. so it is it is beneficial but in a lot of those senses um these 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 people they're showing you like ed was saying things that they built with 3d printing yeah. not just 3d printing so like it was like I think it was it was it was crazy because we explained it in three different ways when we first started. Like I was thinking knowledge gap to a beginner, and and and, and you were like you had already started, um, Nick, and and printed a few things. And Ed, um, you were th you were thinking just off of like a different tangent for a beginner as far as I don't want my like I was like for me it was like I don't care what I'm printing. Can I make this print right? It needs to be exactly what I'm trying dimensionally accurate. Like those two words rang in my head the most i need i took a took calipers to it i'm like this is supposed to be this many millimeters why is it off i need to rework on this and and, and nick was like uh i don't know what to print now there's so many options to print because i have the capacity but you you thought of a completely different way and and that's the thing is is what needs to happen more is it, you're, you're not just thinking about what i'm printing i i'm printing this so that i can make this other processor machine or something yeah. else and 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 that to me is um that not only the tinker mindset but that that's part of the mindset that like i wouldn't have um like i don't see enough of i see it on the youtube videos like those guys they see something they see a problem they think of a solution 
and then they 3D print the parts to, to assist with their solution. So it becomes a tool in your tool belt as opposed to the main show, right? And I think that that, that ends up being that barrier to get to the advanced user is like, yeah, to me, yeah, I got a 3D printer. I'm not gonna sit there and watch it for eight hours a day. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna print the thing, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna show you, hey, look at this scissor that I printed. That gets one piece, it articulates, watch, it'll slice, It'll cut, it'll cut this paper here. It's not going to cut anything more than that. But look, look, I made something that does something. Yeah. That, to me, was, was the step where I got from just a hobbyist into where I was going to get into a point of becoming a creator as, as far as building the knowledge base around what I know and, and, and how I can grow that to other people. So that mindset, too, even into advanced, into, I mean, we could say educating, the re like educating everyone and giving that master classes. Uh, uh, lacking um, and, and honestly like having people around that have not been with 3d printing is just as beneficial too because you, how many times have you printed something Ed you never, zero zero so so like but your thought process around it, it, it will inspire other people who are printing so it's the, the, the meeting of the minds right. needs to happen so I'm, I'm gonna give you five principles just bear with me for a minute mm. do I have to teach somebody how to use a microwave more than one time no. And does a microwave perform the same way every time over and over? Why is a 3D printer not that way? Yeah. Why is it not user-friendly? Mm -hmm. If I have a wireless mouse and I plug it up into my computer, it loads a driver, the computer understands what the mouse is supposed to do, the mouse understands what the computer is wanting. I do it once. It understands. Mm -hmm. Why is the 3D printer not plug-and-play? Third thing. I get in my car, I crank up the car, the car cranks. Mm -hmm. Why does the 3D printer not crank and do what it's supposed to do? The fourth thing, I can, I can go to anybody's house, take my wireless device, and they say, hey, it's a network available. They give me some credentials to get into their system, and I'm in there. I do it one time. Why does the 3D printer not understand that concept? And the last thing, it's really simple for me. When I was growing up, there were no computers in the, in the classrooms. Yeah. Why has the 3D printer not become the computer in schools? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Because it can be used. I mean, in, all, in all classrooms, yeah. except maybe except for like English, but you no, know. No, 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 no. You can still use it in English. See, this right here is Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, you could. You, you start, start printing on And then you got Puppet Show. Like, come on now. That's the story. Yeah, you, you got, got Hamlet on Puppet. Well, yeah, you print be, the 3D skull so when they have their play. To be fair. <laughs> that's, we, art, that, we, that's art. And, we yeah, we know English and art does use the computer because you have to cite whatever website you use uh, to say, oh, I yeah. use that. Believe me, I, I, I've learned that the hard way going through my bachelor's and master's degree paper <laughs> yeah exactly you start dreading that you start using that no. website called son of a citation it's, it's different. <laughs> i want to write the, the paper as opposed to when you're like i need you to write about this topic yeah. <laughs> so you got a thousand it, words and you, must, you, and you must use apa for this so, right yeah and i'm only looking at the number the right. whole time <laughs> and, and then I, i'll give you something even simpler than all the things the thing i'm trying to point out to anybody that's creating Anything that's surrounded with the 3D printing industry, additive manufacturing, whatever it is, 
if you want it to be commercially viable, you have to make it to where it's as simple as setting up a fire stick. You have to make it as simple as connecting to a Wi-Fi network. You have to make it as simple as putting a cartridge in the damn game and playing the game. Yeah. Now, if I want to tinker with it, that's fine. Yep. But I shouldn't make a, a, a entry-level person do that. Right. Yeah, it's kind of forced from the ground up there. I mean, there's configuration files that you can pull down, and, and if you have a friend, you can phone a friend, and that's I mean, that's how I've helped my buddy is, is he's phoned me quite a few times, like even even texting me like right now because he's printing. Um, so it, it's I, I think a lot of those things are, um, are lacking. I agree. Um, and it should be because you think about the attention span of uh, – your normal person like they're yeah. not gonna have an attention span to sit at this thing for like hours on end it takes a special kind of person to to want to make it work so well if you think about it the now human you know attention span is less than that of a gnat yeah yeah because we, we, we multitask yeah too much multitasking is bad but, yeah but i'm just saying i i guess from my point of view i'm saying like if i want if i want to attract somebody to something hmm? i have to make it attractive I can't just say, hey, I created this thing. I know how it works. I have to hold the antenna up here and put aluminum foil on the end, but it works. Well, it doesn't work. Yeah, do if I can't, re- if it doesn't have repeatability, it's no good. Yeah. Fair. You know, and that's something that, you know, I think that, you know, is going to come as technology advances and as, as things get there. You know, who knows what we'll do with the one that we build. You know, and we show people that, hey, you know, it's possible for, you know, three people to build a printer that is supposed to work at the end of it. Um, oh, it's going to work. That we hope works at the end of it. Okay. Um, if it doesn't, it's going to it's, fail it, magically. It's well, the confidence. It's going to work. I'll um, tell you, not only is it going to work, it's going to work better than the best ender that's out there now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, or, it or we'll have and some there, and failures. I've we'll just dropped the mic. Yeah. I am yeah. telling you. You know, as long, as long as we don't end okay. up with a rud, I think we're okay. I'm just telling you. You know, a I, rapid, unexpected disassembly. I think if we don't get any of those, we should be okay. I, I know what I I'm capable okay. of. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Like, yeah. be... no, I didn't say there will be hurdles, but I will tell you that I can, oh, I can almost double down, double zero, with all the chips on double zero, I can make a printer. Better than the best ender out there right now. All right. Well, you know, with that, yeah. you know, I, th- I think I'll leave that as our as one of our uh, little things for the day. But you know, I with that, you know, I think we're gonna we're gonna bring it to an end tonight. You know, I just want to say thank you. You know, everybody who's who's listening to us. You know, again, we say that every single time. You know, but again, we can't thank everybody enough that's you know jumping in on this thing and you know hanging on for the ride. You know. If you have anything you want to hear, you know, any topics you want to hear, let us know. We'd be more than happy to jump on board, uh, take a look, you know, see what we can do. If you need any help along your, your 3D printing journey, let us know. Maybe we can give you a hand. Um, so, you know, with that, you know, um, I'll turn it over to the guys for parting words. But, you know, thank you and uh, you know, see you later. So, as always, we appreciate the support and thank you. And we'll tune in again next week to hear us uh, talk about topics. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, guys. Like always, always appreciate all the support. Every, everybody who's even given a listen—that's that's, that's uh, you know—it's it's more than what we were getting before. 
that's more than what I had before. So it's a good platform. Like, and, and for the ideas, um, honestly, we're, we're spitballing all the time. So you hear something you like, you got a question about it, we didn't talk about it enough, um, tell us. Uh, we're always looking for something to, to kind of get in and do some research on. So um, I always also challenge you guys to do some research on, on anything that we talk about. And if you call us out, I'd be welcome to have a discussion about it. So, all right, guys, we appreciate everyone. Thank you for listening to the Tech at Lunch podcast, where we hope you learned something about tech during your break or during your lunchtime. If you did, please give us a follow to prevent missing future episodes. If you have any ideas or something you want to hear or learn about, please send us a show idea to podcast at Volcanora.com. Hope you have a good rest of the day and continue learning.